Okay, Either one of you have sharp objects like you <laughs> use right now. I keep sharp my objects. Ears. No, I have pencils. Welcome to episode 58. <laughs> Join my hell. <laughs> I'm Rob. He's Josh. And he's Will. It's true. It is true. Really? It is. No, it's not. Oh, I've been God, lying for the past 23 years. We're actually I almost said 22. Can you imagine? I've been 23 for like six months at least. Uh, More than that. I said at least. Yeah. Greater than or equal to. True. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I forgot a whole year. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> it's not as bad. I'm about to get to 28, which is going to be weird. Yeah. Why I'm, is 28 weird? I don't, I don't know. know. Twenty. Actually, 24 is weirder than 23 for me. Why? I don't know. Because 23, I could still plausibly be in college. 24, it's like, are you, haven't you graduated yet? It's, it's the rule of fives for me. Like, every five years, that's when I feels like, whoa. Oh, well, then 25 might be whoa. Well, 25 is the last time that, like, something actually interesting happens. Oh, yeah, I can rent cars for cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Never took advantage of that. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, you still can. You are more than 25. Yeah, but it's, it's like, you know, it's... I am 21. I just imagine, like, well, this is back in the day, but like, turn 18, go out and buy a pack of cigarettes... Turn twenty one, go out and buy beer. Turn twenty five, go rent a car. I didn't. I didn't. No one do, does that. I didn't, last one. I didn't do any of the first two. What's the? How old do you voting? have to be before they? No, not voting. Uh, how old do you have to be before they like start lowering your? Sixty five. No. When I'm lowering 64. your uh, car insurance. Twenty five. Twenty twenty five as well. Yeah, it's the 25. same thing. It's, uh, it, it's the reason why car rental places. Oh. Yeah, do it for cheaper gotcha. is because they don't have to cover the insurance. It it's makes a true. lot of sense. And I apologize up front if you hear any, like, rustling of... Uh, Anything like that? Yeah. I, I have a sore throat. Yeah. So I'm trying to be nice and, you know, have lozenges. Be kind lozenges. Lozenges. I have one prepared. Lozenges. Is that, is that unused lozenges? It is. No, it's, it's like half it is, used. It is, it is unused. You want to say it's cocked? Why? Because, like, lock, stock, cock, gun, it's ready to shoot. But it's I'm not trying to shoot anything. But no, but it's, it's on deck. It's it's ready to go. Well, why didn't you say it's on like, deck? Okay, so on, like putting, on deck makes way more sense. Why didn't you say on it's deck? It's like putting why a you... bullet in the chamber. God, you're American. Just saying. It's, <laughs> it's ready to go. I mean, you're not wrong. It's just an interesting metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it legitimate... Let's go with America's favorite pastime of baseball. I, would... I am on deck. Is it actually still your favorite pastime? I feel like NASCAR. Not. No, even uh, that. I feel like mm, pretty much football rules them it, all. Well, it depends on if you go by number of participants or number of viewers. I think they're different. Um, true. NASCAR is the biggest spectator sport. It's true. Okay. That may, Yeah, okay. But I, I don't know about popularity. I really don't Also, care. revenue? There are different metrics that you could use. Revenue, I bet you Here, it's still Here's football. the thing. It might be NASCAR. I don't, I don't know. I don't really care about no, any ne- of them. You know, neither do I. I would rather watch a football game than a NASCAR race. That's what they're called. You know, called races. you know what I'd rather do? Sleep. I, uh, if I had the choice between sleeping, NASCAR, and football, I would sleep. I'd play video games. I would, well, okay, I yeah. would probably watch I soccer. just really want to sleep. I, that's I, what I want more, right now. I'm more likely to play a video game about football than watch football. Backyard, backyard football? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm more in the camp of uh, NFL camp 2K. Leap. Camp on Awana? Back in the Dreamcast days. We hold you in our heart. Oh, God. And when we think about you, it makes me want to fart. It's never part or pay the price. Yeah. I got it. I watched Nickelodeon, too, back in the day. Where all of that age. Hey, dude, it was on, like, right afterwards. Yeah, dude. And then there was, what? 
Pete, Double Dare, Pete and Family Pete. Double Dare, Pete and Pete. That's around the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've been playing uh, GTA Five again. Ah, uh, me too. Okay. Which has Pete? What's his name? What's the the actor's name? Who the I, younger Pete and Pete? Yeah. Oh, he's the son, right? He plays the son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's like tattooed and want to be pretty much a bro and... uh, uh xbox bro like fascinating the, the one yeah. who would always you know yell obscenities about your mother on xbox that's his character yeah. cool it's fun it, it, it's really weird to like have that realization you're like oh okay yeah i what didn't I... know the first oh. half of the game i didn't know then the second half i found that's out like... it was like weird uh, I, I was recently playing kingdom hearts 2 because yeah. i finally got my playstation 2 to capture like holy crap that that ordeal by the way <laughs> uh, this isn't old a playstation not a playstation technology. 3 not a playstation 4 playstation 2 <laughs> old school continue um cypher yes in kingdom hearts 2 is, is voiced by the the guy who plays eric on uh boy, on meets, boy world. meets world yeah and i went gosh his voice sounds familiar mm-hmm. and then i went and looked up and i went oh my god because he's like a bad guy except he's not right and Eric a was a dumbass. Guy, but not. Well, yeah, but so is Cipher. Right. He's 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 actually kind of chaotic. He's like, I'm gonna defy destiny and be your friend, even though I've been beating up on you this entire time. Yeah, why not? Go. Cool. Nice. I believe you. Good I've talk, not bro. played. I just bought a game that I'm really excited about oh, called you got... Ori and the Blind Forest. Yeah. It looks this? it looks gorgeous. I don't actually watch know it, anything about it. Trailer. I, I threw it at Teal's face. It, oh my god because he doesn't so accept donations but that's okay <laughs> i i'm excited to play it it's a 2d platformer and it looks beautiful i'm excited for it it sounds i will watch you like play it and perhaps no idea. steal it from your library right i also <laughs> another game that i highly recommend for people it's currently on sale on steam is a game called transistor it's like six bucks right now it's made by the same people who did bastion okay right. cool yep and it is one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard in a game in recent years. And the gameplay is just so unique and so cool that I really, I recommend it. I remember Bastion making me feel uncomfortable while playing. Was it the narrator? You just no, like... I loved the narrator. He was cool. Yeah. It was the what gameplay. A... Really? Yeah. Hmm. Was it the fact that the floor would just rise up in front of no, you? No, it was... Did you get vertigo? Mm, it felt like the skill cap was weird. What's neat about transistor and the way that it does things Mm -hmm. is you can basically pause at at certain points in the battle you can pause it and plan out your moves and then it executes it it basically is pretending to build a program well no it's building a program (laughs) is the idea so you're building up these executable things and then Mm -hmm. it goes through and it does it i was just remembering was that the one with the girl and the sword yeah okay wow that's vague (laughs) no no no. it's actually like her sword like Uh, talks to her talks oh cool it's like the the entire idea is that the soul has basically taken the soul of one of her friends oh okay the wait the the sword sword has taken the soul soul. did i say soul took the soul yes you did words would you would you call it a soul blade I was gonna say. Are we gonna, I was gonna say Soul Caliber here. Soul Caliber, Soul Blade. Do you, mm-hmm. No. Eh? No, eh? no. I'd call it huh? the Transistor. Okay. But transit. Never mind. That That's makes no sense. I'm in computer architecture. Quiet, yeah. I know. Quiet you. <laughs> and the reason why the soundtrack's cool isn't it a dynamic soundtrack, if I remember right, where it actually like builds with the action in the game. I think so. Yeah. I think it's actually like one of the soundtracks where they did a really good job of integrating within the gameplay. So like whatever you're doing, 
affects the soundtrack a lot more than a normal game. It's not like it just mm. like has like checkpoints where it I transitions. Wasn't, I wasn't song. sure about that, but that could be very possible. Yeah, because yeah. the whole thing they did with the with Bastion was the narrator was like doing a good job of narrating the game. So as you did stuff, it would talk about yeah, what you're doing. No, and I was like, oh, cool. It's kind of like a dynamic narration. Now this uh, transition, it's it's all about the dynamic soundtrack. Right, mm-hmm. but it's all cyberpunk. It's it's really neat. So yeah. that's another game that I highly recommend. Their games are always really cool in like a Cyberpunk or gimmick? Uh, steampunk. Cyberpunk. So, so it'd be cyber. Well, is it really cyberpunk anymore? Yeah. There's, I'd have to look at it. There's two different genres. What are you talking about? Well, no, I'm, I'm just thinking about, like, because Cyberpunk had, like, a bunch of leather and stuff going on. I, I consider that steampunk. Well, steampunk no, no, not, 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 leather with the, not leather with the goggles. I mean, like, leather Shiny with... Shiny leather? Yeah, so, so something <laughs> like... Uh, oh, Clock, okay. Like, Clockwork Orange is cyberpunk, kind of. Sure. But okay, steampunk is more like... Uh, you've never seen Steam Boy, but you should. Um, yes. More like that. I feel like steampunk is much more of a, a realized genre or style that people recognize right off the bat because yeah. it's very unique. Sorry, I'm taking a science fiction class, so we're going like, so cyberpunk is really like the 80s. Exactly. With technology. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is true. It's And that, I mean, it kind of is. This has like stage singers. You're playing a, okay. a, a, a lounge singer who's become very famous. Okay. And yeah, it, it kind of goes from there. It's really, really well done. Blade so, Runner. Have you seen Blade Runner? That mm, is cyberpunk. Yeah, that that very true. Um, so Josh, you're angry about something this week. Um, kind of kind amused, of maybe. angry, more like a almost like a follow up. So we have <laughs> a retraction, if you will. Uh, well, we were pretty skeptical. I about think this. I think everyone was a little put, o- put one was put over on. Um. I would say more that people thought this was crazy would never work, and then it turned mm. out, hey, guess what? It's it crazy. It's not going to work. Gonna it's work. not going to work. It's yeah. not happening. I'm talking about mm. Mars One. So if you don't remember, Mars One was the essentially the idea was we're going to make a reality show on Mars. Mars One Way. Uh, <laughs> that was that's true. It was uh, one way. Uh, so I hate you. Six people. I think it was six. It was a four? Uh, their numbers have fluctuated. A certain number. I think of it was people. six groups. No, four groups of six. Yeah. So six people would be. Shot into Mars, they would land. <laughs> yep, pretty much Mars. right to Mars. Peace out. There would be cameras. GTFO. It would be a reality show, but mm. it would also be them on Mars, and they had You've no plan to get You've been voted off the planet. <laughs> Thanks for playing. How would you get off the planet? I wonder. That's... They just eat you. Nom nom. Um, so yeah, I went there. <laughs> well, you, it, they got to get food somehow. Exactly. Come yeah. on. That was the plan. <laughs> that was one of the questions they asked. Will you eat your fellow humans? <laughs> They only what took the people your, who said yes. What is your feeling on cannibalism? <laughs> I like a little teriyaki sauce. <laughs> I'm sorry, we don't have any of that on Mars. No, all I can think about is fava beans. Sorry. Uh-huh. Oh, right. I paired his liver with some fava beans. And then that disgusting noise. Um, so, what happened was, first, the the TV deal fell through. Oh. Pew. Pretty much the, the, the production company who, who that was, was on board with it. It was the same guys that made Big Brother. Whiz. Big Brother. You no, know I know what Big, Big Brother is. I don't know who did. Um, Guess how it much was a random company. Sure. British, okay. So remember. Big Brother is not Big Brothering on Mars. Got it. Exactly. Moving on. They were going to be the production crew for it, and they said, "You know what? This is not looking good. This is okay. No, we're we're out." So once that fell through, that there, there goes a lot of their money. Yeah. That was like essentially their their revenue was going to be like, "Hey, we're going to get money by." Being on TV, yay! To fund a Mars mission, which is—I mean, awesome. there there are worse ways. I yeah. I mean, like 
they're not safe for this podcast. <laughs> okay, Moving good on. point. Good point. Working the streets would be a worse way to make money. You you were correct. You went there. I, I didn't. <laughs> so after that happened, I, I think what happened right after that was that people Walk who were actually part of the I'm going to keep on talking over you until you shut up. <laughs> it's okay. It's it's the soundtrack that accompanies your your oh, voiceover. Oh great, Rob's doing my soundtrack. Yeah. It's not good with my sore throat. I really no, should stop. No, it's not. <laughs> Um, so after that fell through, people Mm. that were the candidates, because they had this whole big candidate process, started to kind of feel wishy-washy, and one of them came forward, and he pretty much just laid down, okay, this is what's going on with Mars One, it is a crock of shit. It's a load of poop. good. Yeah, like, for example, originally there was supposed to be this whole big, uh process of getting eliminated like hey you're going to come to the facility we're going to give oh. you a long stringent test okay we're going to check your you know fitness your intelligence jk lols we're making a 15 minute skype call yeah, i think it was like 10 you like, said 10 to 15 yeah minutes. 10 to fi- 15 minutes so that got whittled down to hey mm-hmm. just uh, call us on skype and we're going to do a 10 minute skype call with you i had a longer interview for my internship yeah and you're not going to mars oh <laughs> That was their that was their process. They're like, oh, we're just going to. All I did was go to New York. Welcome to the conversation. Yeah. So after that, you would also get points for like how you did on like exams and that kind of stuff. The points were arbitrary. It was like, okay, we're going to line is it anyway? I was going to say the, the points, points are, are made up. <laughs> yeah, and they don't matter. And the mission doesn't matter. But guess what would also get you points? Money. If you bought merchandise for Mars One. So they were basing their candidates who was going to go to Mars on how much money you donated. How much them. money are you going to throw at this like, thing? Like, hey, Damn it. will you buy this Mars One mug? We'll give you 75 points. And the more points you have, the more likely you are to go. Will you buy the Mars One rover? <laughs> all the points. You get all of them. So if that Name wasn't shady you. enough, the next thing that uh, got kind of leaked about it was that they were also encouraging their contestants, I guess you would call them, if they did public interviews and they got money for them, to give 75% of that money to, to Mars One. Like, hey, we're cool of you doing interviews for money. We're cool of you like profiting off of this fame, quotation marks fame. Um, but if you do, give us 75% of that. How strong yep. was this encouragement? We kindly ask that you give us 75%. That sounds a lot like give us this this money or you don't get to come with us. Yeah, so this pretty much made everyone realize, oh, this is not good. Yeah, no. This is not going to happen. Didn't they also misrepresent how many people were qualified or something like that? Something like that, yeah. I don't remember that part. It was only like a couple thousand people as opposed to the tens of thousands of people. Yeah, and let's just be honest, I, that's a lot of people who would have to be having a death wish. Yep. Um, I, I, I could imagine that a couple thousand people at the right, very least. They, they said a couple thousand. or a couple, They said tens of thousands. Yeah, yeah. tens of thousands. And it was only like two or three thousand. Oh, hmm. and the TV production company was uh, Endemol. Uh, Endemans? I just saw it. I went by it and I was like, oh, you, I remember can that. Can you imagine Endemans? Endemol, yeah. Endemol? As in Word end e m o l. Oh, okay. That's all one so word. close from end them all, as in we are going end to them end all. them all. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So they were going to bring in six billion dollars into it, and then they called like, like, nope, never mind, we're out. <laughs> GTFO. We are. Yeah. So Mars One not going to happen. How do you feel about this? I'm actually kind of happy because I felt like kind of icky thinking that there was going to be a reality show with people on Mars yeah. who you knew were going to 
I was okay. I was okay yeah, with exactly. the with the people opting into the one way mission. Fine with that because honestly, they want to do it. Yeah. Go for it. It's yeah, the reality part of it, the the show, the TV, not and so the much. fact that they pretty much said that the timeline they would be alive, like the way that they would be able it was to like ninety them, days was, at most. Yeah, it wasn't like you're talking about hey, these people are gonna die on Mars because of old age. Yeah, they're no, gonna this die was on like, Mars in a year in a, or two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, less than a year. Yeah, it way was like, less. Like, was like it three months. Years, yeah. Like three months. Yeah, that is Th- this, not good. This is like Hunger Games. But not, but sort of almost. If people are going to go to Mars to colonize Mars, that's one thing. If yeah. you're going to Mars just to die, that I'm not cool with. Yeah. That's dumb. That is kind of bleak and I think would put a negative light on space travel that yeah. we don't need. I actually think it would turn into some sort of Hunger Games thing because you live longer if you're, te- if you're like co-stars, I guess they would be, whatever, are not using up resources. So about day Some 60. Some murdering happening? Yeah. Well, about day 60, I feel like you're kind of hoping for your teammates to die. <laughs> like, well, he's, he's feeling really weak. Let's just end him now. And well, we save. Yeah, no, that's the morbid. thing. So let's move on. Well, it's yeah. true, though, right? That's it, what would true, happen. It's true, but... Rogue One standing by. <sighs> I think Rob wants us to stop talking about death on Mars. I, I'm okay with not talking about death on Mars. Rogue One. Rogue One. Standing Over to you. By. Going from Mars One to Rogue One. That is the new title of the standalone Star Wars movie. That's going to be coming out in betweens, uh, in betweens, in between episode seven and eight. So in between the Force Awakens and whatever they're called, whatever the eight. next it's, movie it's is called. It's a real shame that we don't have a sequel sequel trilogy because I really want to have an episode nine and three quarters. Nine and three quarters. Yeah. Thank you, Harry Potter. Harry Potter meets it. Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. Who, All of a sudden, Daniel Radcliffe just randomly. No, seriously. In the movie. Who who wins, Dumbledore or Yoda? I'm pretty sure that fanfic is already out there. I don't care. I want you to answer this question. <laughs> you Yoda, thought I was joking. Yoda wins. I'm, Come on, Dumbledore. What? Dumbledore. Dumbledore yeah. has magic, and Yoda has the Force. They're the same thing. Alfred. No, Albus. Wolfric Percival. Yes. Dumbledore. Is he only four names, or is another one? I think there's another, but I don't remember. Well, no, he's the, he's the he's the head mugwump. Yes, but well, that's spoilers. Not... Someone killed Dumbledore. Right? He let them he, kill him. I was gonna I'm say he, he still died. He Jesus that shit straight up. <laughs> I call that a cop out. Actually, Harry, <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry <laughs> also Jesus that shit straight up. Well, no, because Dumbledore didn't come back to life. Okay, fair enough. So but he, Harry didn't, didn't come it? back three days later either. He came back like three hours later. Okay, so it was on a it was on a compressed timeline. Yes, <laughs> it was Jesus on fast forward. No, the point he, the point of the matter is, <laughs> Dumbledore's died. Speaker, okay. Oh, I know. I Yoda know. has it. I'm just saying. So, so Yoda's does that, totally wait, dead. Does that make Dumbledore? We saw it happen. He lived on the Force, though. And Dumbledore lived on in Harry Potter. Eh, did he? I don't remember that. And you don't mind. know that magic doesn't work the way the Force does. Boom. Well, if that's the case, then there's no competition. Let's end the nerdiest conversation that's ever happened on this podcast and talk about the movie. That's an amazing claim whoa, to make. Whoa, whoa. And I, I, I think, there I needs think that's to be a little strong, and no, no, about this. clearly someone needs to listen to all of the episodes and let us know. I'm pretty sure this is not the nerdiest thing we've ever talked about. I'm titling the episode Dumbledore versus Yoda. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> Me too. That's sick. Can we get like an epic rap battle going? Can we also get a straw poll going Can about someone who oh, win? Yeah, I'll post that on Twitter. There we Thank go. Thank you. No, but seriously, can you imagine so like epic rap battles in Yoda speak? Oh my god! I'm yeah, sure they haven't done that yet. How have they not done an epic rap battle with Yoda yet? I'm sure they're going to. 
That seems like a no-brainer. Like Star because... Wars, Star Trek. That's a that's one right there. Epic rap battle. Picard yeah. versus Yoda. Exactly. You can't get much better than that. Darth Vader would be the beatbox. Oh, huh? Huh? I was gonna say he he has been in some other things. He's been he needs to take a break. You get Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton? Huh? Mm-hmm. That would be good for the Star Trek side. Data versus C three PO. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That'd be the awkwardest rap battle ever. <laughs> All of a sudden, R two just shows up and throws down some oh, sick dude, beeps. R two and Darth Vader. You, doing you, the you just you just made that joke. You mean the beatboxing? The the beatbox. Beep, beep boxing. <laughs> Where did Bill Cosby come from? Okay, uh, from the read, from the reading. One. Let me get let me get through what, what my announcement was was no no my announcement yeah uh, what my topic answer. was it's my announcement. So what happened was Shut up. Rogue One was announced. Now, I don't know if you guys know anything about old Star Wars canon that's no longer canon. How old? Uh, well, what Rogue Squadron is. Yes. Oh, well, yes. Rogue Squadron was all Rogue about... Squadron was one of the best games made for the N64. Yeah, yeah, And the book series was awesome as well. So it's essentially Rogue Squadron is the X-Wing squadron. Um, that's like the best squad... Or the best X-Wing pilots in... Best of the best the of the best, best sir! With honors! <laughs> exactly. That's what you guys both They, they would said. totally get recruited to MIB. <laughs> Um, so that that is what Rogue has been always like associated with in the Star Wars universe. Yes. So Rogue One pretty much sounds like this is going to be about X-Wing fighters. Neat. Which would be cool because they definitely showed off X-Wing pilots in the trailer for The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And they also announced one of the head roles is going to be uh, an actress by the name of Felicity Jones. Whom I've heard of, but I can't remember why. Um, I mean, she was just in the biopic about, um, shoot, Turing? I just, nope, the other one, yeah. the other scientist. Oh, uh, Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Yeah, Stephen Hawking's biopic. She, he was the wife. Or she was he the was wife. the wife? She was the wife in the Stephen Hawking biopic. <sighs> Words, I can say them. No, you can't. I just did. You didn't mispronounce any of See? them. See? You just said all of them You misworded. Wrong. I'm just saying I'm doing pretty good. All right? We You're are doing about as well in, as I am. How far are we into the podcast and I'm not misspoken yet? We'll mispronounce the word yet? 22 and a half minutes. That's pretty good for me. All right? That might be a record for me. Yeah, roughly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was announced. Uh, I think that's cool. I, I don't really have an opinion. I don't know her that well as an actress. So, But at least it's a female lead, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean... So we got that going for us. Yeah, right. I don't know. Is she going to be a fighter pilot? That'd be cool. I don't think we've ever seen a female. There was one at least fighter in pilot episode one. Episode one. Oh, oh yeah. She yeah, had yeah. like one line. Are you talking about Naboo? I think it was yeah, one of the chicks it, it, from yeah. Naboo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, never in like an X-wing. We've never seen. No, like this a, is true. In the You're Rebel right. Alliance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be cool. I'm excited for that. And I also want to know when it's going to be set. One theory that I really like is how they got the plans for the Death, oh, the Star. Death Star. The original. What, wasn't, yeah. Before wasn't that, Leia um, got them. Like how Leia got a hold of them. What? Who? Bothans. Wasn't it Bothans? In the original, yeah. Like in the original canon that was not part of the movies, you don't find out. No, in the, in, in the movies, you find out many Bothan spies died to bring us these plans. 
Yeah, but you don't know the details. Like what? If, oh, oh, I see what you mean. You don't know the details, but but okay, fair. My point is, Rogue they One could still incorporate both and spies. Yes. Well, they, they would have to. Yes, right. because that is still canon since it's in the movie. Yeah, that's all I'm getting there. The but point is, part. though, they could totally have Rogue One be all about stealing the plans for the Death Star. It's Mission Impossible. A heist movie, dude. In space. That would be that would actually be kind of cool, right? Yeah, space we, heist. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. That, that, space so that heist. is my hope that it's a space heist Watch movie. Out. And uh, I believe this is actually also the movie that was written originally by Gary Whitta, who um, was huh. Book of Eli. Oh, saw never saw it. Um, he also just uh, self-published a book that looks really good. So oh, cool, kind of excited. I like the other stuff that was announced too, where they announced that Rain, not Rain Wilson, Rain, uh, Rain Johnson, Rain Johnson. Thank you to write and direct Star Wars Episode Eight. Yes, and supposedly Episode Nine, though that's not a hundred. Yeah, I confirmed. think this is the at least the Star Wars announcement on the actual Star Wars official page yeah. was just that he is writing and directing Star Wars Episode Eight. Um, but Rain is somebody that I really like uh, because he directed and wrote Brothers Bloom, which we've talked about previously. Mm-hmm. And apparently, this is something I just learned. Um, what is his name? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has at least had a small part in every one of his movies. Really? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we expect him to be? Well, in l- Star let me Wars? let me put this in perspective. That his part in uh, Brothers Bloom was one of the extras in a crowd scene. <laughs> I mean, well, it counts. Well, I I would say that he's probably filming something else, and he's just like, okay, I will walk through set. Right. Well, that, but that's that's the whole point. Is yeah. like he just happens to show up. Yeah. But it'd be fun. I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Now Josh is doing something. Oh. That. My phone buzzed. I think your phone made more noise, audible noise, when you fixed it than it was before. For things get better, they first have to get worse. I'm leaving this one in. What do you got, William? That's what she said. Yep. Uh, he probably should have oh, just well. say the Go things ahead. about the eyes yes right okay so I have shitty eyeballs yeah me too <laughs> I, I uh, although if you're getting pretty okay I wear glasses but barely I've like, never he's, he's seen you them. without glasses he's wearing them for nerd cred no I actually need glasses yeah. to drive and to read so all the stuff you do. Yeah. Exactly. I read a lot because I work in front of a computer mm-hmm. and then I drive. So, right. so I need wh- glasses. Why are we all nearsighted, you might ask. You might. Uh, maybe Why not. are we all nearsighted? I said you might. I just did. Well, we just did, though. Oh, well. You no longer need to work in hypotheticals. All right. You ask. Thank you. I do. Fine. But I didn't want to be a Sith. Absolute stealing with. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. go. Thanks, Yoda. <laughs> Totally would win. But go ahead. Yoda, but to be fair, Yoda, Yoda didn't, need, didn't need glasses. Yoda also de- dealt in absolutes. Do or do not. It, I think we've true. made this joke before. Well, it's very troubling. Just saying. As if. Never mind. Maybe Yoda's a Sith. <gasps> Spoilers. I don't think that's true. That's the twist in episode eight. The little bastard. <laughs> it's like it's like Dumbledore is actually. How evil. do you think he had Darth Vader in a tree? <laughs> All right then. Okay. That, that, that is a good point. <laughs> op, op, op topical illusions. Just go. If you'd worn glasses, if Luke, Luke needed glasses, okay. Just it was. Luke needed to not be eating the shrooms. Yeah. That's that's what's in the stump. Swamp shrooms. Icky. <laughs> anyway, so. Anyways, glasses. My, why? Myopia is is basically nearsightedness. That that's what that is. Just to clear things up. 
Yay, science words. What, what was per- it again? Myopia. It's not a dinosaur? Nope. Nope. Not also a- not a Pokemon. Oh. I cut you off. Damn it. Yeah, yep. That's true. So, particularly in East Asia. Also not a Digimon. Eh, I wasn't also not time. a, a Chia, a, uh, no, a Tamagotchi. Or, were you almost going to say maybe. Chia Pet? Please say you were going to say Chia Yeah, pet. I was thinking about Chia Pet. <laughs> but there's got to be different kinds. Different Chia Pets? Yeah. Eh. They can't all be the same one. No, but they're all like just animals. Like, oh, really? It's okay. a horse. See, too. I never had a Chia Sad, Pet. neglected a, Tamagotchi. A Tamagotchi. Aww. You've been playing too much Cards Against Humanity. Yes. Yes, that is the card. <laughs> um, so, particularly in Eastern Asia... Huge numbers of people are nearsighted, like maybe 2.5 billion by some estimates of the total population of the world. Okay. That's a crap ton of people. That is. That's a pretty big percentage. And it's gotten more prevalent, say, in the last 100 years or so. So we're, our eyes are getting worse, not better. Correct. Weird. It is, And it's not even like selective breeding or whatever. It's, yeah. it's, it's none of that. When it started getting more prevalent, basically... You, you notice when there are more people who are nearsighted, need glasses, things like that. People wondered, you know, oh, is it is it people's genes? They went, well, it's part of the story, but not everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then they started blaming schoolwork. You know, everybody's bending over their, you know, like they're just squinting at their homework, Those damn books. Yeah, and then... It's all those damn books. It's all the damn books. And all then it, the computers. Eventually, yeah, and then eventually when computers started, you know, being used a lot more prevalently, it went, oh, you know, people are squinting at these electronic screens, particularly, you know, the mobile devices, teeny print. Oh, and they're always looking at the TV, sitting too close to the TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my, my three feet away from my 40-inch screen. <laughs> I'll do I what I want. Well, that was the thing. I can't game from more than about three and a half feet away, no matter what kind of TV I'm on. I, I can't be too close because then I get motion sick. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, if yeah. I, yeah, the, I can't wait for 3D gaming to happen because I'm just worried about you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so we'll see how I work in that situation. Not very well. Well, there's only one that's, way to find out. That's hilarious. I'm still so. afraid to go on a boat. You're on a boat. No, he's not on a boat. Forget. I'm not on a boat. I'm you on should. A, you like should come up. Floor of a building. I'm not on. A you boat. should come up to Michigan and be on a boat. Third. This is only the third floor. Yeah. Hmm. Unless you're in Europe, in which case it's the second. Because they right. have ground floor? Yeah. Ah. Anyway, why are we getting worse Okay. Our so the the sort of growing theory is that it's we're not spending enough time outside. Right. So, so you're yeah. not exercising that long distance vision. No. Actually, it has nothing to do with how much we're exercising or near or far vision. It's how much light we're getting. Oh. Yeah. We're becoming subterranean. Kind of, yeah. We're be- we're becoming nearsighted freaking mole rats or something. Really? Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that, I guess that makes a lot of sense. But the 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 idea is that, um, according to some studies, you need three hours of like direct sunlight, which is something like ten thousand lumens. Mm-hmm. This is just a measure of brightness, whatever. Three hours a day in order to, and they they figured this out. It's dopamine like ocular yeah. dopamine which apparently you know dopamine and serotonin like control everything. way to use the word ocular by the uh, way yeah i, I try that's so yeah. uh, would taking supplements do, uh dopamine supplements actually help this or not maybe they do take those they, they are looking into various ways to correct it sort of via uh, they've also got a, a lens that apparently like directs light towards the entire eye as opposed to just the focal point, which is how glasses work currently. I'm thinking serotonin, by the way. Oh, serotonin inhibitors? uh, ISRs? uh, No. SRIs. Serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Gotcha. That's what... I think that's what that... This is what happens when you talk to somebody who has a degree in this shit. A little bit. 
little bit. A little bit. I didn't know you had a degree in this shit. Cognitive science. Really? That's what his degree's in. How do I know this? We've talked We've about talked it. We've talked about it. I don't listen. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm barely here. Come on. <laughs> you heard it. Every, every time we talk about artificial neural nets, I'm like, this is this is my shit. You don't notice me glazing over? Come on. <laughs> no, you do not look like a donut. Donuts. Mm, <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't bring any this week. I was tired. No, that's good. I'm actually uh, going on a diet. I am on a diet. So, no Grapefruit diet. 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 That's not the song. Throw up pumpkin and beer. That's the Weird Al version. Yeah. Oh, I never Great actually listened to the Weird Al version. It's really one. good. Diet. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I hate grapefruit. Yeah, I'm not feeling good. By awful. the way, anyway. Terrible. So, basically, they're just looking into figuring out how to solve this issue because in the modern age, and it's partic- this is particularly an issue for kids, mm-hmm. don't have time to like when you're in school for a long amount of time you don't really have time to go outside as much yeah i mean i guess it could be argued that right after school you should go outside well, that's true but and i think this is why they're they're using east asia as a as a case study sort of mm-hmm. it's because the growing emphasis on education and schoolwork so it's not working it's not doing the schoolwork it's just being it's, inside it's being inside so if you went outside and did school and did it and also regions where you don't get as much sunlight so farther north farther south yeah. when yeah or exactly colder regions where you that, don't want to be exactly outside. that's what i mean yeah you can't I just want to go out there it's just cold yeah you don't want to go outside because it's you know 35 degrees that seems There's logical a lot of snow out there i don't want to be out there right, right. Now. yeah you can't just go chill under a tree and do your homework with bambi <laughs> it doesn't work that way and thumper um yeah, yeah, and then Godzilla, and then Godzilla, Godzilla. came and squished Bambi. Um, but yeah, so have you ever seen that? No, Godzilla versus Bambi. No, it's amazing. It sounds like an uneven fight. Yeah, it, it, it is about like ten minutes of credits, and you see Bambi just kind of like eating, and then all of a sudden a Godzilla foot squishes it, and it's <laughs> the end. And that's it. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. It would be better though if Godzilla. Uh, Breathe fire on. Yeah, I'm sure that fire. happened later. I'm just saying that's a throwback to his mother. You know, mm. it's it's, a, it's, it's symbolic actually. But yeah, so symbology. So they're proposing things like glass classrooms for places like China to just get some more natural light going. Greenhouse children. Yeah, kinda. Except not quite so greenhousey. Like I'm <laughs> less sure. It, yeah, they're not gonna bake them. Yeah, less magnifying glass, more just letting the light sunshine. <laughs> Doesn't it feel good? Exactly. So that's just, it's kind of interesting that basically a theory that was being proposed a hundred years ago when this started being a problem, because this is what happened. They were like, hey, people are inside too much. They should go outside. So that was the original theory, but then they try to find scapegoats in like books and TV screens and phones. Exactly. And and so those damn kids are into science has come back to. The possibly right answer. Which we, we do had. this all the time. It's we really original do. hypothesis. Although to be fair, intuitive science is a lot of the time pretty bunk. So some of the time, a lot of the time. Bunk. Some of the yeah, like sixty percent of the time, a hundred percent of the time, it's <laughs> pretty bunk. So just being outside more now. Yeah. Hopefully, 
they can find other ways of doing this. Yeah, probably. They, they, they'll work on it. You could just have like... Josh a, doesn't want to You could just, just say, give me a pill. You, you could do it with sun lamps. <laughs> Wait, can well, we do that? The, we're probably lost causes at this point. Oh, it's, cool. mo- it's, it's mostly children that they're focusing on because okay. your eyes and Save you're still developing. Save the kids. It's good to know Save that they've already given up hope. Like, Jesus, yeah, he's, not, he's not going to go after the children, is he? <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, Fuck George. the children. Robo-birds. <laughs> Robo-birds, yes. Okay, so... There's this place. This is why I make you guys give me the topics beforehand. Right. It's no, smart because then you can prod us along. <laughs> yeah. like you know what has good eyes? Birds. Bird. Well, some birds. Not all birds. Not all birds. But Owls. okay, so clear flight solutions. Hawks. It's true. Yeah. Eagles. Owls. Do owls actually? Yes. Night vision? Yeah. I thought they just had good ears. They have to be able to They s- have night vision out there. They have to be able to see the birds. Voles. The, the, yeah. Okay. Little birdies. The Point mice. Taken. The voles. I don't know how much. I guess owls go after other birds sometimes. Do they? I don't know. You usually hear about them going going after mice and things like that. All right, fine. Little rodents. Whatever. Little but yeah, you got to be able to rodents. see them. Anyway, so this place, uh, Clear Flight Solutions in the Netherlands. It's, in the Netherlands. It's, a, it's like a tech startup at the University of Twente. I don't know. T-W-E-N-T-E. I believe you. But it's, it's Netherlands, so it could be pronounced... Fred. Fred, yeah, all the, all the letters are silent. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they are all made up. Don't worry about it. But basically, they are making robotic bird drones. At the University of Fred. So <laughs> y- you don't mean just like drones that fly? No. No, it's that not, would be, that would be like easy. what we already have. That would be easy. These birds we got that are shit meant on to mimic the flight behavior or characteristics of peregrine falcons. Really? Yeah. In Fast or- fucking birds. Well, predatory birds that no, have no a... peregrine falcons are the fastest diving bird at almost two hundred miles an hour. I'm wow. sure you looked that up, or Animals. had it in class. Oh, right, Animals. I remember that. No, I remember that now. You're right because they would always go to peregrine falcon. Jake, no, was it? Yeah, Jake yep. was always a peregrine falcon. Yep. That is yeah. great. I like that. I'm sure you looked that up. Animorphs. Yep. Oh, okay. Cassie Fair. was always a horse. Rachel was always a bear. Yep. Fair yeah. Enough. Fair enough. Um. Oh, no, and no. Tobias was, was the a hawk. red-tailed hawk. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're mimicking a falcon. Mm-hmm. And, like, have, have we seen these in motion? Like, I don't think so. I, have not, I, I was they're working, up a video. It's a tech startup, okay. and so I think they're just sort of in the funding set slash development process. Basically, they're trying to do this in order in order to scare off birds, like other birds. So they're, they're making a drone uh, so we, to mimic okay. a predator to scare off birds... That would be scared of a real peregrine falcon. So, so that way, like for example, uh, they don't roost somewhere yeah, they're not yeah, supposed so they to. Or yeah. uh, solar farms where, like, they a- get really hot. Anywhere that you wouldn't mm-hmm. want, yeah. uh, anywhere that you wouldn't want birds to nest, th- these would be useful. Basically, they're trying to keep them from nesting at all instead of making like physical prevention methods. So you could you could put up. I don't know, like the barbed wire. Yeah, the little spiky, yeah, the little things, spiky things. things. Yeah, I've that's one way. But birds, animals in general, are very resourceful and good at sort of circumventing. Find nature finds a way, yeah. basically. So instead of making prevent, they're doing a different kind of prevention. Yeah, instead of just trying to do something where you're just doing physical objects yeah, in a way, they're, they're actually going trying after, to go with their psychology. They're going after the root of the problem rather than symptoms, Yeah, is, I think, 
a, a pretty good. The only concern that I would have is that this would interrupt migratory patterns. That is the issue. Yeah, I mean, our our aunt she does the bird stuff, so we do we look at this and we go, well, that's interesting, but well, but at the same time, stuff like solar farms. The reason I brought that up because if a bird flies through one, it can actually burst into flames because can, of the can, hot. Can it? Yeah, they have the mirror set up in a way so they get more sunshine onto. Are, the... are, th- are there actually reports on birds bursting yes, into flames? There are. That's amazing. Yeah. So if you have, it's also t- a terrifying report. but amazing. There's yeah. also a report of uh, Randy Johnson, aka the Big Unit, throwing a baseball into a bird and it having it explode. That well, that's also, years ago and yes. very cool. It was. It awesome. was a very interesting. <laughs> I felt bad video. for the bird, but <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was like, whoa, that just happened. But anyway, so in yeah. this kind of situation, it would be nice because you're actually. I mean, that's going to disrupt their migratory process in, in a productive what. way. Though. And this is circumventing that from happening. I was going to say, you can't migrate at all if you're dead. Exactly. Or like we talked about in the past, but, birds running into buildings and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's also already disruptive. Right, so yeah. this makes sense for those situations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, there are positives and potential negatives. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it yeah. goes. New head positive. So essentially, this is a high-tech scarecrow. Yeah, exactly. Except it's just, for it's not crow, it's a falcon. High tech scare falcon. That sounds terrifying, by the way. Right? <laughs> oh Goosebumps called. They yeah. want their book. <laughs> right? Scare falcon. Goosebumps called. They want their book. Right. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know if I'll be keeping an eye on it, but if I hear anything about it in the future, it'll be fun to see where it goes. I'm just imagining it being used for evil purposes. For example, hey, it's a bird. No, it's a camera watching you. Oh, God. Right? All right, so I'm going to talk about something that is artistic and kind of out there. That, and, and you'd wonder why we would talk about this topic at all, because it deals with the Wu-Tang Clan. That seems like a subject that would always come up on our podcast is the Wu-Tang Clan. Now, what what is the Wu-Tang Clan? They ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've, I've been told this, actually. I, I, have heard on, I have heard tell of... Reliable of... sources <laughs> have confirmed. Sources say <laughs> that the Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I, I, I honestly uh, have not really listened to Wu-Tang Clan all that much. I can't say I'm... I've listened to that song. Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. That comes I've, up from time I know time. Old Dirty Bastard is a thing. Was, yep. and then I yeah. think he passed away, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah. I, I know that RZA, RZA, the, the RZA, yeah. is, is a the pretty much the front man that mm-hmm. I know of. I, li- I know that they like Kung Fu. They do. And they actually had a game back on the... Xbox they did. It's true. Yep. Anyway, that's that's the extent that's of my you knowledge. Is, yeah, I was gonna say, but that is so, neither here nor there. For the past six years, they've been working on an album called "One uh, Once Upon a Time in Shaolin." Okay. This is the last album that they are going to be making. Apparently, this is the final one for the Wu Tang Clan as a collective. Okay. The Wu Tang Clan started out as a kind of conglomeration of eight rappers. I believe. Yes, I believe so. Um. And so they got together one last time. They actually included Cher, among other people, on this in, album. In this final album? Yep. Okay. She now has street cred. <laughs> no, they've always, like, apparently always considered here, her a part of it. Oh. It's weird. Her I, hair. Yeah. It, it's, it's Anyway. Cher. Right. So <laughs> they, they have made this one-of-a-kind album. And when I say one-of-a-kind, I literally mean one-of-a-kind. They have destroyed all digital copies. They have destroyed all physical copies except for one. They have put it in this really ornate, handmade box. Okay. And they're auctioning it off. Okay. They. they I think have... we need to Ocean's Eleven this thing. 
So that would be, that'd be hilarious. The, the entire reason that they're auctioning this off is they have held the, the public rights for release for 88 years. So what that means is that... The only way that this album can ever be heard uh-huh. is if somebody, whoever buys this album, and mind you, they're talking about you know millions of dollars for yeah. this album. That person will have to take it and do public showings of it. Okay. They have. They shown can't it. make a copy of it, but nope. they can. Now, what happens if someone in the audience were to have a tape recorder on them? They would be sued. I don't think you can be held reli- uh, liable for that then. I'm just saying. Although, although it's, it, they would never get a very good recording of it. You'd yeah. be surprised. In any case. You, you, you would need to record off the monitor or something. Literally. This, so this is a, a literal one-of-a-kind album. And their idea is, you know, it's like having a Picasso. Like, it's a one-off. It's never, ever going to be repeated. Just by owning this Picasso, it doesn't mean that you can, you know, have the rights to distribute, you know. Why 88 years? That was actually a question that was asked. They they chose 88 years because there were eight original members of the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. The year that it was that it was released, the numbers add up to eight. That seems like a stretch, but sure. Five. 2005. 15. 15. Okay, three. Cool. Okay, <laughs> yeah. got it. Yeah. Sorry, three. I was thinking yeah. one, five. Two plus one plus five. Got it, got it, got it. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's programming today. Eight not turned on its side is an In- infinity, infinity sign, okay. which apparently was an album that they released earlier. Now we're getting um, a tarot card. Yeah. Now we're getting with the number 23 or something. Um, I was like, and then the symbol of this really means this. So actually, this is part of the article. It said, uh, producer Shulbering adds, we thought long and hard about whether to defy art, whether to defy art would conventions and transfer all right to public release to the buyer. What the fuck? Kind of Essentially, word? if they had the right to right. sell it or whatever. Um, but what we genuinely felt that a swift public release after such a radical concept would neutralize the statement we were ma- we are making. So we decided that the right to release the album would be transferred only after 88 years. It's going to be really interesting whether this music is at all relevant in, right. we'll call it, 90 years. So, Oh, it's, this is getting heard like day three. I'm calling it. So yeah. there, are, there were eight original members of the clan when we made Protect Your Neck and Method Man. The individual members of this year also add up to the number eight. The broker of this work carries the number eight in its name. Okay. Um, sure. The number eight <laughs> on its side is the symbol of infinity and was used on our album Wu Tang Forever. You can call it a mathematical. You can call it mathematical coincidence, but it's always had great symbolic significance for us. Says. Rizzo. I feel like it's not coincidence if it's intentional. And I also feel I, like if you're just trying to pull it together, like, well, we want it to be 88. Why? Eh, reasons. The, the the other question, or perhaps assertion that I'm going to make is, this better be the best damn rap album ever, or hip-hop, or whatever, whatever so, genre. They, they, they've had one public was. playing of it okay. before the auction actually started to happen. Okay. Um, and they played all except for the very last track. Did it, did it bring tears to... The person said it was good. Like, I, I saw a, a, a reviewer who said it was good. John, what did you think? It was, it was good. Right. I, I don't. I don't remember the exact. It was, it was wicked. Dece. Yeah, <laughs> but it's thirty-one tracks long. A hundred. Uh, oh, wow, Twenty-eight minutes. Okay. So the, there's a lot to it, and there's in the box they actually have. Um, let's see. The soul. The soul copy is being box. stored in a silver and nickel-plated box and jeweled case at the Royal Mansour Hotel in Marrakech. Oh. Yeah. The package Don't includes a 174-page manu- page manuscript containing the lyrics, credits, and anecdotes on the production of each song, printed on gilded Federighini 
Fedrigoni? Fedrigoni? How's it spelled? F-E-D-R-I-G-O-N-I. Fedrigoni. F-E-D-E-R? F-E-D-R-I. Oh, Fedrigoni. Okay. Fedrigoni. I had it right. No, I was right. I was just confusing. Fedrigoni Marina Parchment. And encased in leather by a master bookbinder. Ooh. Not just a lame bookbinder. Just some random master. Not just some, you know, plebe bookmaster. Master bookbinder. He's a level 20 bookbinder. Yeah. So, I mean, that was everything they were talking about. And I'm kind of like, um, like I feel like this has been done before with other art. Like I've seen it been done before, but at the same time, the comparison to a Picasso, I don't think works. Right. Art is a different medium. Art is meant to be shared. Yeah. Art and, and music in particular is meant to be something that is experienced by many. Like I you think look it, at... I think it will be experienced by many. Right now it isn't, but I, I think I think this will be quite I don't know well experienced. The, we'll the, see what the analogy that you know there's only one Picasso is true, but there's plenty of places I can see that Picasso on digital format. Like it's, it's I can, true, I can go to a Wikipedia page and see all the yeah, Picassos. It, it, it's like it's like you can see a digital copy of Mona Lisa. There is there is something greater about going and seeing it. But for other people, as far as that mean, analogy but... would go, I feel like would be listening to the CD compared to or the MP3 or going to go see them live. Yeah, that's exactly. the, the equivalent, I think, in this. So uh, personally, as what they're trying to do, I mean, power to them, I guess. Mm-hmm. If they're going to get, you know, a good well, amount of money. And, and, and maybe that'll be like if people have, you know, like cell phone recordings of this of the songs. It's going to be like a fish concert all over again. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. So the last thing I want to talk about is something that's really exciting to me. Only to you? Only to you? Well, to me and probably at least you, William. I don't know about Josh. Yeah. See? This is what I mean. <laughs> if I said the, the name Platonic Games, would that mean anything to either of you? I've forgotten, but now it means a lot to me. It would have not meant anything to me. Well, that's not a surprise. It was only made about a month ago. Okay. Well, that's good because I didn't know what that was. Um, Platonic Games is a group of now seven people. Who have gotten together. Not eight. Um, they had a... Nope, not eight. Uh, they had a uh, press event at uh, EZG, which is a thing put on by Eurogamer. Oh. It's a, it's a conference put on. Um, and they had a panel up, and this was in the traditional Banjo-Kazooie style font and coloring. Ooh. They have described themselves as a rare breed of developers. Rare. 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 See what they did there? Ha. Rare. Ha. For ha. people who don't know, Rare originally developed the game. Right. And what they're talking about is they are making the spiritual successor to the awesome, awesome game Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. And mm. I'm excited. If it, if it lives up to either one of them, I will be very happy. Right. They are making a game that is currently just entitled Project Ukulele. Clever. Um, and they're working on it right now. It's been in development for a bit. And they're what, actually going to be going a, like, a like couple two, months. Oh, okay. I was like a, a couple, couple years. Right. Um, and they are going to crowdfund it. Coming ah, in there. Good old Kickstarter type of mm-hmm. going on here. Indiegogo. They told Eurogamer that they could make the game with only a few hundred pounds. Few hundred thousand pounds. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, pounds. these guys are sick. And if we have kick- the assets just lying around. Oh yeah, right. No, we're just gonna read and if the Kickstarter goes beyond the goal, <laughs> that they're gonna scale the game up and add features as the fans wants them want them to. I, I want them. Yes. 
So the entire idea behind this game mm-hmm. is that you're going to be doing the same 3D platforming puzzles that you were doing in Banjo-Kazooie, but they're bringing it to the modern age, and they're bringing it to the modern console. Banjo-Kazooie, Tui, whichever, actually did the platforming reasonably well. Right. But they want to continue that. And what they're going to have you collect in this are what are called pages. <laughs> okay. They're, they're, they're not very original. No. They're, they're, they're kind of going back to the well here. I'm just, yeah. just going to say that now. But what's cool about it is just like how Jiggies and Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie unlocked future worlds, uh-huh. what pages are going to do are not only unlock future worlds, but have the worlds that you've already been going through change. People have made getting jiggy with it as a joke before, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's I, I figured it's happened. I just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a couple questions. Yes. One, mm. what is, like, the state of 3D platformers, would you say, right now? Not um, very good. Are there Are there? I mean, I'm trying to rack my brain. The only thing I can think of is Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. Like Mario Jackson, Galaxy. Dexter, Mario. Mario yeah. Galaxy is a good point. Like, that's still kind of relevant. Have they made one this generation? No. The, the, the no. Wii U? Has it have a Galaxy yet? I'm sure it's going to get something. Like, Nintendo would not be Nintendo if they didn't make a Mario 3D platformer for Well, they did current... Super Mario 3D Land. Good point. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so, right. But there, basically, there is a Nintendo Mario 3D platformer. Okay, and there's... I don't know... Okay, there has not been a Ratchet & Clank this generation yet. Correct. No. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, there, there's not so there's really definitely much there. a market for it. Exactly. And mm-hmm. the fact that they're getting a lot of the band, quote-unquote, back together <laughs> to make this is awesome. Like, they're getting Grant Kirkhope, who did the original soundtrack for Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. That's exciting. That's cool. The, Grant Kirkhope is going to be a part of it. They, I, I don't remember all the guys they announced, and I, we'll link. They, they had a full half-hour interview with Q&A about what's going to happen. Nice. And it's really, really awesome to watch. Um, so if you have a chance to, please, please, please check it out. And I'm going to keep an eye out for the Kickstarter come May. Yeah, definitely. I think it's interesting. Um, I, I'm i not huge in the 3D platformers just because there's not that many out there, I think. I think right. there was more to choose from. I, I was going to say, you get more indie 2D platformers going yeah. on these days. I'm than excited to go else. play Ori in the Dark Forest. I am I am not going to play I Want to Be the Boshi. I no. Absolutely not. If... It, it, if someone, I want to be the Abashi is one of the impossible. Platforms. Yeah, remember, if someone, a, it might maybe I would make it like a donation incentive, like throw a lot of money at me, and, and I will I will play. I will both pl- I will play both Amnesia, nope. and actually Amnesia is going to happen during Halloween anyway. Nope. Um, <laughs> nope. Uh, and and I, I want to be the Abashi. Actually, I'm, I will be nowhere I'm, near I be, you. When I might you play be doing a, a what is it called a um, a scream. Scream? No, it's uh, a li- a live scream. That that's what they're called. A live I'm scream. Probably <laughs> oh, one dear. of those Clever. with with Brian playing um, this new game called Hector. Nope. Nope. Yeah. I'm I'm good. I don't like horror games. I will. Oh, pass. neither do I. I I, I poop my pants, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be fun. I am not supporting you through this. Just putting, it, putting nope. that out there. Not modding your nope. chat during no. this time. <laughs> no. Nowhere near. Oh no, you, you can you can like mute me and turn off the video and just have the chat open. <laughs> I'll do that. pop out chat. Yeah, pop exactly. Out, yeah. Exactly. In any it's case, like a pop up book. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't pop up, and it's not a book, and it doesn't really... I'm going to let my voice relax now. Okay. And call it a night. Okay. I guess that's it. Those are my topics. That's it. I guess that's That's it. That's all we have? Yeah. Man, that was We've gone for 55 minutes. Oh, uh, can I do one piece of follow-up? Fine. Um, The... uh, Let's see here. I'm trying to see what con man's at now. Uh, Over 2 million. Yeah. 
Uh, last time I checked, they were well over two million now. They're at like two point two or something. They at the two million mark, they decided to actually have one of the perks be a DVD or Blu-ray yes. of mm-hmm. the show, which is awesome. At the hundred dollar level, or there is a standalone where you can do it for twenty five bucks. Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm already pledged for twenty five. I'm so I'm debating either a switching it over to the 25 for the blu-ray or just doing another 25 for the blu-ray i will probably not do a physical copy of this the only thing is at the 25 dollars mark you actually don't get a copy you don't get a digital copy you just oh, get wait, the really? right to stream it oh you get a well, stream it early fudge see so like i have no way to keep it exactly keep it, so i'm thinking maybe right. the, i might either switch it over to you convinced me yeah, yeah. And the, the, he's tricky. He made it so if you do Jackson switch Robertson's. it over to $25, you have to wait to see it because the DVD and Blu-ray are not coming out until later. So either wait until the end of the year to get your DVD or Blu-ray or pay the $25 originally that you were going to do for the stream, which will come out. The five-minute trailer that they showed or the teaser is really funny. Oh, yeah, him in the bathroom? Yeah. With the two guys talking to him? That was yeah. great. Yeah. It's, okay. it's really good. I just wanted to follow up because I know we talked about it last week, and I feel like people should probably keep an eye on that. Yes. I, if you have not uh, taken a look at it, and if you are a fan of Nathan and Alan Tudyk, go do it. Just just do it. Over or under? Is it going to make more than Rooster Teeth's Laser Team? How much did Laser Team pull in? Um, It was well into they beat, past two million. It was like two million. They beat... Uh, they beat 2.5. Laser Team to the 1 million mark. I know yes, that. and I think at least they made like 2.5. They'll beat it. Yeah, there's still like 25 days or something like that left. And yeah. what are that you said? What? They're what, at 2.2 two right they're now. At two, they'll probably two beat it. Two. Yeah, I, I see them beating it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for it, and when it comes out, you'll hear us nerding out about it. Indubitably. GG. GG, guys. Geromino? Such tragedy.